And we are back. Goodness gracious, these episodes, uh, I went through a busy period of episodes and now I'm dying, dialing back for uh, for the sake of shows and other projects, but I will keep doing the pro- um, the podcast as a regular thing. Nice. Uh, but uh, anyway, introduce yourselves to our audience. Uh, I am Femme Coco. Femme Coco, yeah. yes. And you are a drag king, is that what you would call uh, I, I'd say that I'm more of like a, just a general sort of drag artist. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, you know, I go out in like, um, you know, femme or mask, mm-hmm. whatever I'm sort of like, you know, feeling for the, for feeling, the fantasy. Feeling for the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. If I could do that. Oh. Why don't you? My fantasy wouldn't be to go to change from, uh, uh, um, mask to femme. It would probably go to change from being someone funny to being someone attractive, if I could just bounce between those, juggle between those two things. Because I don't think uh, they can operate within the same realm all the time. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, like, you know, I know a lot of people who are gorgeous as fuck and... Sorry, am I allowed to swear? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay, yeah. sweet. Um, yeah, no, I know I know plenty of people who, are, who fit those two descriptions myself. Yeah, but I'm a stand-up comic, comic, so my sense of humor is a bit questionable. Yeah. Um, I wrote a really good Michael Jackson joke a few weeks earlier. Mm. Mm. Save that one for they, Okay. Uh, <laughs> I had another really good one about American mass shootings and the Oscars. Oh, God. Uh, how edgy. I know. I know. How horrendous of me. Anyway, let the audience... Uh, round of applause for Film Coco. <laughs> And that's Thank not. you. <laughs> um, now, uh, I met you at Cherry Bomb. Now, yes. you were busy getting quite a few pussies wet that night uh, performing. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you seemed like you were having a whale of a time up there. Yeah. In the flannelette and everything else going for you. Mm-hmm. How was it for, the, for you? It was It was really, really good. It was a, um, it was a really emotional piece. It was um, very close to my heart. Um, so, like, out of drag, I'm... Um, a trans mask, mm-hmm. non-binary, gender fluid kind of whatever the heck I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously because it was pride, I decided that I wanted to do something that was like, you know, to do with my identity. Um, and yeah, I I don't know how the hell I pulled it out, but I did. And I got into the finals. That was... That's awesome. Yeah. Crazy. I, I, I saw the final. Yeah. I was very jealous of you. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I was my just thinking, is... Fem Coco, everyone wants to be in your position with the performer <laughs> you're standing next to up there right now. Yeah. No, my mm. attention is um, absolutely gorgeous. I mm. love it a bit. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. All, 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 everyone was getting up and going to leave. And it's like, yeah. I'm gonna go masturbate right now, guys. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Believe yeah, we, me, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't deal with both of you on the stage. So uh, yeah, we've got to go. We got to go get rid of one. But um, no, it was a fantastic performance, and uh, no, it was it was a really fun night. I've, it's the second time I've been to Cherry Bomb. Only two. Interesting. Only Only what twice. was the first time? The first time was King of the Underground. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. King of the Underground was absolutely amazing. Mm. A lot of fun that night. Yeah, same. And, uh, yeah. yeah, that was also a very strange night. 
Jackson Coke, uh, who I've interviewed, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. That was a really fun interview. Jackson Coke, really amazing performer, amazing dancer, amazing acrobats right? artist. Yeah. They are pretty sensational. Like, I've, I've seen them perform quite a few times now, and they never disappoint. I know, right? Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely yeah. crazy. I love the pump up the jam. Mm. Yeah. You know, they thought of that number, because they had to do something. Yeah. They had to do something for uh, King of the Underground. Yeah, of course. And Jackson Coke came up with that because they were going through, I believe, a serious knee injury at the time. So they couldn't do anything hell elaborate or like anything hell acrobatic. So they wanted to, but they wanted to do something. Mm. So they land on fingering a jam jar. Love that. Which I love the creativity and the adaptability. Yeah, I know. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's pretty sensational. But um, another drag that I promoted the episode today, uh, I interviewed from King of the Underground. I interviewed. Mr. Jason Green. Very nice. Mm, yeah, Very yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I interviewed him with his drag mum, Ruby Jules, mm. who that's the second time she's featured in an episode. And we also had on their professional bong packers. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just Jackson Green's roommates who just constantly packing them bongs. Oh, and, man. Uh, I wish I had fucking bongs. Hmm. <laughs> What are you talking about? You got hammered on bloody Saturday night. I did. I got I got absolutely sloshed. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, any stories from Saturday night? Because this is the oh, pre-fashy anal degenerates and we love to share, like, big night out stories. I'm trying to think. What even happened? Kiss any boys? Kiss any girls? I didn't kiss anyone. Oh. Um... Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going through a breakup right now, so oh. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit like, you know, not... All right, do you want to dox your ex and we can, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll send some fans over to... Nah, it's actually, it's actually a weird thing though, because like my ex is like full on like harassing me and shit. Mm. Um, but you know, mm. hopefully, hopefully he'll stop soon. Mm. <laughs> I had to change my number once, once the first time that we broke up. Mm. We shouldn't talk about my ex <laughs> Nah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll shit on my ex as well, if you yeah. like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can, we, we can talk. It's my fucking podcast. I'll talk about whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, no, let's not talk about my ex because <laughs> then I will dox her and I will get fans to fire bomb her house. Oh, my God. Um, no, oh, I won't do Oh, that. did you see what um, the... The freaking friendly Geordies, his, his, yes, his yeah, 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 yeah. I know that's like crazy. Shit. I know, I know, and like that's a serious goodness gracious me. That's a serious f- failure of the uh, 100% of New really, South really Wales is. government, Victorian, Victorian, New South Wales. No, it, was, it was New South Wales, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Yeah, it's a pretty big failure on their part, mm. and like it's ridiculous that someone who who's really just a comedian, mm. um. I mean, he has like pretty good journalistic ability and things like that, but he's primarily a comedian. Mm. I wouldn't say he's primarily a journalist. Yeah, and, no, definitely. Uh, yeah, he's just like getting shat on for like pointing things out about the Australian government, and uh, it's like it's pretty, it's pretty despicable that you know. I could say who I think is going after him, and I think we'd all agree. You mm, know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But goodness gracious, that seems like something that happens in like the United States or know, right? Europe or something you like really that. You really wouldn't expect it to happen in your own backyard, but yeah. here we are. Yeah. Goodness gracious me. 
Well, that's why the greatest form of revolution we can take um, is probably not giving a shit about politics at all. And uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, probably. And then just slowly, slowly slip into jobs where we make money off of doing weird and wonderful things and we stop the economic machine going somehow. Somehow. I'd like to start a cult, really. I'd like to start a cult out in the bush. Like a like a commune or or, or like a cult cult? Both. Both. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um uh and and basically like Yeah, it'd be just like weird people riding horses around with nice. and like bows and arrows and yeah and growing their own food and hunting their own food and just like not uh just forgetting the outside society for a few decades yeah yeah yeah. no i completely get that me and my sister are planning on um opening up a commune on our parents big property that they have down south um it's gonna be pretty cool um you're gonna feature on 60 minutes in a few years and then like yeah 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 (laughs) Um, the, I mean, the animal like, sacrifices happen at this size. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, maybe no, no animal sacrifices, but like you know, definitely like I don't know, a graveyard for animals and shit that we find. Mm. Um, I saw a movie about that. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. Oh, yeah. is that a horror movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, let's go in uh, to performing of that night. So, mm. how do you get your, like, your mohawk up like that? Because it was a pretty <laughs> impressive... It was a pretty impressive piece you had on. I use straight up glue. I like, love it. Like, like, like spray adhesive. It's called Quick Grip. You can get it from um, Super Cheap Auto. <laughs> Is that bit like Quick Grip? Yeah. yeah Title of your sex type. Yeah. What? Title of your sex type. Quick Grip. I don't know if or it, it can go on, the other way on, and on say uh, name of your boyfriend's asshole, um, <laughs> or we can go another way and say uh, name of your mum's pussy. Uh, we really have a lot of fun with the words "quick grip." Mm. Quick grip. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, what was a highlight for you that night? Were there any performers that you were you were quite honoured to be sharing the stage with? Um, uh, Miss Dexy Queen that night. She is featured on an episode. So and, uh, Miss Dexy now goes by my Miss Riddlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recent yes. change. That's yes. going to be getting some getting used to. Yeah, yeah. Riddlin. Mm. God bless you, Rita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Rita. 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 <laughs> Rita Ruda. Um, nah, they are fantastic. I've uh, no. Uh, it was an honour uh, interviewing them, mm-hmm. and uh, it was very, very honoured to see them perform. Apparently, they're getting dancing lessons with uh, Tootsie Roll, I believe. That's awesome. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, Now, yeah, any performers that you were uh, honoured to share the stage with that night? I was. I was very honoured to to do the the lip sync battle with my attention. Mm -hmm. Um, Specifically, like, just having her ass in my face was just... It was... (laughs) <laughs> absolutely amazing mm. <laughs> um and also she she's just like a fantastic person like like we were backstage um and i really wasn't expecting to get into the finals like like i <laughs> you, you, i actually have a video of um when they like when serenity was like you know announcing who was going to the finals and stuff like that and you can see my face i'm like i, I look over at porsche suite and i'm like 
<laughs> like really, really, really wasn't expecting it. Mm. Um, so then my attention and I were um, backstage and we just sort of like turned to each other. We're just like, we don't really care about, you know, the competition as much as we just care about like, you know, going out there and having fun. Mm. So we decided to split the, the, the prize money between us and just sort of like do a cute little duet kind of thing. Mm. Um, all of it was... Um, Word. Improvised. Improvised. Mm. Um, everything that we did was was improvised. Um, we we gave consent beforehand, obviously. Um, but yeah, well, that's generally not something good to get afterhand. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, of course, of course, definitely. Um, she she kept on like um, you know saying shit in my ear, going like, "Can you lie down for me now? Oh, can you put my bra off?" Oh, <laughs> it's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, good for you, Coco. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, yeah. We would have all loved to have been here that night, and you were just the lucky one. Oh, mm. you never know. We might do a little, uh, you know. Uh, I'm going to interview her once she gets over COVID. Oh, and yes. her and Portia Sweet. Hell yeah. And I think there was a couple of other performers that night. I think Mickey Montella. Oh yeah, yeah. Mickey. Uh, maybe. Um, yeah, there's a lot of. A lot of performers from that night I'll, I'll get around to interviewing. Um, a lot of comedians I'm going to interview first. But comedians are extremely volatile creatures. Um, Why is that? Uh, they're incredibly self-deprecating while also uh, being incredibly shy at times. You have to coax them out of their hole a little bit. All right, interesting. Like they... They... Uh, they also, once you get them to talk out of like coax them out of their hole it can go right the other way too because once they're comfortable enough they really have no filter and comedians minds don't work like normal people's they just blurt shit out without thinking about it all the time and uh that can be a lot of fun but uh, it can also be a real you know hindrance to people so uh yeah, it can be a real hindrance to them too. So, um, yeah, I have an interview coming out about that soon. <laughs> Jesus, that'll be... Uh, I feel bad for the comedian, honestly. Fuck it, though. He said it, <laughs> not me. Um, but, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's... Uh, it's all right. He can't get cancelled before he's been approved anyway. So, you know, <laughs> let's, let, let's worry about that for another time. Anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, some of your favorite performances in like throughout your performing, I suppose, career. Um, oh, I've like barely even performed. Oh well, you you well I, okay. You so- seem to have a fair bit of traction around you that night. There were a lot of people who were excited to see you. Uh, Serenity certainly gave a lot of them. Serenity seemed familiar with you. And, uh, yeah, it seemed, uh, it, th- th- there seemed to be enough people who knew you for there to be some That's just, traction. That, that's actually crazy to me because, like, not too long ago, I was just, like, you know, an audience member just sort of, like, looking up at these, you know, gorgeous, gorgeous drag artists going, like, oh, my God, I would never be that, you mm. know? Um, but, yeah, no, I, I took a chance one one day and I decided to... You know, do do some uh, drag factory. Do um, it, do it. Pick your nose and chew it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like my debut was pretty good. I sat on my ex's face. 
Um, That's a good start. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then um, the following week, the, the queen died. Um, so yes. Then, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, and I decided to celebrate by doing a little piece called The Lizard Queen. The Lizard Queen. Yes. Nice. Nice. <laughs> and that, I think, is like, you know, sort of what like made me sort of stand out a little bit. Like I had, I had quite a few drag people coming up to me afterwards going like, I'm really excited to see what you churn out. Mm. Um, which, you know, it's, it's a little bit nerve wracking, but like, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that I've been able to, I mean, put myself out there. That's why hats off to you because I, I support the first person who makes a joke of someone's death. I think I waited <laughs> about three days uh, before oh, I said a joke about Olivia Newton-John oh, after she died. Yeah. Wait, did she die? Yeah, yeah, Olivia oh Newton-John God. died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She died of cancer. I had a really good joke Holy about shit. it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, but, God, my joke got such a laugh. Loved it. Oh, my God. Mm. And it, was, it wasn't even like a very good joke, but I was still proud of it, especially when I, the result of Tell got. me the joke. Mm. Okay. Or, or do you think that it's a bit too... Nah, no, nah, I can say it on the... But, oh, it's unsavory. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've said much worse on this podcast. Oh, jeez. Um, the joke was... Um, yeah. Really sad Olivia Newton-John died of cancer, eh? Mm. Cancer cells, they're multiplying. Oh, my God. And she needs some chemo. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Help yourself to the cup. Um, I will do in a bit. I'm not really thirsty right now. Not really thirsty right now? Yeah. Mm, goodness gracious, man. This cup is pretty cool, though. Is Thank this, you. Is this like a Hobbit cup or something? It is. It is. Nice, 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 nice. Mm. I, have, uh, I have one of my guests has tried to plunder it numerous times um, because they're a real Lord of the Rings fanatic. Oh, yeah? And, uh, yeah, they, every time they come over or we catch up, they're always like, can I get the cup? Okay. No, it's for guests. Okay, it's a feature of the episode. And then they're like, and then they're like well, you got the other feature of the episode. It's like, I don't bring that out just for any guest. It's like, I don't want to make all it's of the them uncomfortable. Feature. You know, it's what like, is it? it's a big, big deal. <gasps> no. Not a word of a lie. Not a word of a lie. It packs up somewhere back there. <laughs> we called it Barry. Um, uh, Barry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to have a massive one. Um, called Big Bertha. Big Bertha. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Maybe we should take, uh, maybe we should take uh, Big Bertha and Barry on a walk, walk to the park. You know what? I think that they actually might like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. Speaking of... Well, I mean, I have it in my van downstairs. So. Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Walking around with a dildo in a van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a comedic bit. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine I, that, just pop, just having a pop-up uh, van at, like, a festival. And it's like, um, it's like, food van here, be like, liquor van over here. And then you're just there to be like, uh, strap on harness and dildos over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a music festival. Someone's got to go home and get paid. You know you want to. <laughs> Come on down and buy it. That's a business idea. When you forget the fucking backpack. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's so sad. It, it always, it always seems like you know the times when you do forget the backpack is the times that you get lucky. Mm. Uh, you, it's going straight over your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, goodness gracious. This is why I wear a onesie in and out most of the time. That night you oh, saw yeah. me, that was, uh, that was like, I was incognito that night. Oh, yeah. Really Alrighty. keeping to myself, keeping a low profile. Didn't want anyone noticing me. Or... What happened to your moustache? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, basically, I trimmed my beard very, very short. And uh, the beard was just... Because my beard grows very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jealous. I trimmed it... V- yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, literally, a mate. when I told a mate this, he was like, you asshole. Can I'm- you actually give me some, some growing tips? Because, like, I... Oh, it's, it's, it's pure it's genetics. Very neck beard. It's pure genetics. There's nothing else to it. God damn it. Yeah. It's like the, I, I don't use oils. I don't use chemicals. It's just, it's like, it's grown since I was a child. You know, I think I came, I think I was birthed with a beard. Um, <laughs> but no, my, uh, it, I wanted it short for summer. Mm-hmm. So I trimmed it down, but then it just grew back out again quickly within a month. And so then I thought, oh God, I don't want it like I wanted it shorter. Mm. So I thought, well, if I shave it at the start of December, it should I should have like a, a quite a bit of beard back by New Year's. So then I can go out and get weird and wonderful. And, but yeah, um, so I just shaved it, and I was mm. like, three four weeks tops, it'll be back. Three four weeks, so it's it's still pretty fresh. It's about maybe two days. Jesus. Mm. For me, that would be like a week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why my friend, like, he's been trying to go beard for years. And uh, he was just, he, he was like, you fucking asshole. And I was like, what? And he'd be like, you just fucking, you just bang out stubble in an afternoon. It's like, for me, it, it's like years of dedication. And I was like, yeah, you know, some of us are just natural artists in this regard. But, you know. Very jealous. You play with what you got, you know. You play with what you got. Hey. You got to bloody share the stage with you know who and yeah. do you know what to them. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we're both jealous, all right, you know? We're both jealous of each other and yeah, that's yeah. how friendships start out. That's how friendships start out. <laughs> Mutual jealousy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Respected jealousy, you know, because it's like, that's the other thing too. When you're jealous of a friend, you don't want to take away what they have. Exactly. You want them to have it, but you also want it too. Yeah. You know, that's what I found anyway. That's what I, I mean, I have one friend who got married in the last year. Oh, shit. Are you wanting to get married? No, 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 no. <laughs> but this is the one thing where it's like, I think he looks at me and he's jealous now. Oh, he sees yeah. me running around and all the fun I have. And he was like, God, I miss, like, what did I miss out on? And I'm like, ah, suck a dick. Yeah. And he's just like left squat, just just in squalor with his wife. In fairness, his wife is very nice. So uh, that's one thing he's got going for him. But other than that, fuck it. I'm having fun and he can go to the married life. Could you imagine getting married these days? I could not even imagine being in a relationship these days. Hmm. Goodness gracious me. Me neither. Emotional damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, let's go back uh, to performing. So, you shared the stage with a lot of really talented performers that night. Uh, is there any of like the elder, I suppose we would call them the elder, or like the more senior performers that you've looked up to? Uh, recently, yeah, I know you're a big fan of Serenity Von Vada. Very big fan of Serenity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that, that and I reckon she would be a big fantastic. fan of you. 
Oh, stop it. Mm. <laughs> um, so, like, in- interestingly enough, my debut night at Drag Factory was actually her um, eight-year anniversary of oh. her debut. So, so we have the same... Um, like, eight years? Yeah. Yeah, Serenity's been doing this for eight years. Serenity's 25 years old. I'm pretty sure it's been eight years. That's what she said. So she's been doing it since she was 17? I think so. The math isn't adding up. I think it does. I think it's alright. She can't be 25. I need to investigate this further. Either she's you lying, lying to me about my about her age. Uh, um, I mean, mm. you never ask a woman her age, you know that. No, I do. I don't give a shit. <sighs> Rude. Yeah, I'm a comedian, okay? My job is to offend people, you know, on a regular basis. Uh, speaking of which, it's joke time. What was that joke I wanted to tell you earlier? <laughs> well, you already did the cancer one, so mm. is it another unsavory one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't understand these American mass shootings. You know? Yeah, no, same, definitely. Yeah. Like, can't much. they just wait for the Oscars? You know, <laughs> it's like you know those celebrities don't have much uh, have a lot in common with high schoolers. Actually, yeah, you know, they're dumb. Yes, they have a limited number of exits. You know. <laughs> And they also fuck teenagers, you know? Well, yeah, 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 they fucking do, don't they? Yeah. And it's like, you could get the whole thing done in-house. Like, Alec Baldwin isn't doing much these days. And he, he has some experience, you know? Oh, God, I thought Alec Baldwin was dead. Eric Baldwin. <laughs> no, he's still he's still kicking around. That movie that where he sh- shot though he shot two people on set is still being released. That's the crazy part about that movie. Yeah, so like he had this incident on set where basically he shot someone. Yeah, so but like with an actual gun. With an actual gun. What the fuck? So here's what happened, right? Here's what happened. The it's an old western movie. There's a scene where the camera mm. is pointed directly at him and he points a gun directly at the camera and and shoots. Now, what happened was the Gun in question had been taken out by people working on the film and then it had been shot and then it hadn't been cleared for safety when it re-entered the, the like, set. Mm. Had it been checked and anything like that. So there was one live round in it. And so he just happened to let one live round off, kill one person and injured another with, with a single bullet. So collateral. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't know. He didn't know that there was a live round in there. Who did he shoot? Did he shoot the person that he was meant to be shooting in the scene, or did he shoot like a crew member? He shot a crew member. And yeah, the yeah, because like you know, yeah. it's, it's directly at like a camera. Yeah, he would have d- damaged the camera like fuck as well. Now Imagine he didn't that. damage the camera. He, he he damaged the so he damaged a well he killed someone and then injured mm. another. So the bullet went into one person, ricocheted off their ribs, out of their body, and then into the shoulder of another person. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double kill. Guns are so fucked up. You know, um, I've only ever, um, like, held a gun once and, like, okay, so, like, I, here's a little fun fact about me. Um, straight after high school, I actually moved to England just as, like, a, you know, I guess I'll do this thing now, you know what I mean? Um. You wanted to see what, uh, people lived like without dental work. Yeah, 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 yeah. basically, um. I haven't been to a dentist since. Mm. Legit. <laughs> it's kind of bad. I need to go to the dentist. Um, 
Um, but yeah, so like I, I met this guy on Tinder and I came over to his house and then, um, you know, we were watching like, uh, Fear Loathing Las Vegas, mm-hmm. that, that movie. As your um, attorney, I advise you take a little <laughs> sniff out of the lead bottle. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> he, he took out a gun and he like handed it to me and I'm just like, oh, this, this is obviously a fake gun. <laughs> so I'm just like fucking like, like rounding it up, like shooting it, like, you know, fucking having a good time with what I thought was a fake gun. Mm. And he was like acting real, real weird about it. He was like, you know, like, don't shoot it near me. Like, mm. I don't know. And then I was like, this, this is fake. Yeah. He's just like, no, it's actually real. I'm like, where's the license for it? Who are you? Why am I here? Mm. Yeah. Weird Hooking times. up <laughs> with people on Tinder, people. Uh, weird things come from it. Ah, oh, goddamn. It was, it was really, really strange. Also, he didn't have a shower. He only had a bath. That's like, that, that's actually quite a regular thing in England, that they just straight up don't have showers. Mm, yeah, that's weird. Or, but baths are weird too. Because baths can be quite relaxing. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, like sitting in a nice hot bath. They can also be very depressing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's called, uh, that's called a, a Roman bath. Um, yeah. But, uh... You know, the like baths can be quite relaxing, mm. right? But you are essentially stewing in your own filth. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, it is it better for the environment, like, you know A bath? Yeah, bath. Because like, you know, you're not you're not like using so much water. I don't know. That's a very good question. Um I mean it's certainly not as hygienic. Like you can share shower water. That is true. I've I've had I've had two people in a shower with me before. All right. I wouldn't Mr. have two Baller. people in a bathtub with me. Sorry, Mr. Baller. What are you talking about? <laughs> we were poor and we knew we needed to save money on water. All <laughs> right, <laughs> <fair enough. laughs> Mr. Baller. No, yeah. because you haven't you haven't mul- multiple people in the shower with you. Like, what are you doing in there? Oh, you know, <laughs> just. Just stuff, you know. Mm. Mm. God damn. Those are the days. Uh, I'm just getting Vietnam flashbacks oh to that weekend. Ugh. What a fun time. What a fun, fun time that was. Anyway, enough about my glory days. How old are you, by the way, Femco? I'm 22. 22? Mm-hmm. Young. Mm. How old are you? 24. <laughs> I'm much younger than you, my dude. No, I know. But everyone <laughs> thinks I'm older because I'm aging terribly. I'm aging like a pickle or cheese. I think I think that that you look about 24. Mm. About 24 until yeah. I grow the beard back out and then I'll look 34. That Yeah, no, that's actually true. When I did meet you, you had the, the moustache and I thought mm. that you were a bit older. Mm. But now looking at you now, he's... Yeah, definitely. Can't wait to grow the beard back and then trim the beard short and leave the moustache big. That's my favourite look. It looked really, really good. I've seen a bunch of your videos mm. um, with your moustache Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do it for Movember? Was that, no. No, 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 you no, just, no. I just love the look. It's very like 1800s western colonial things now like granted the colonial history wasn't good they did some good shit but those fucking dudes had drip like give it to them you know they had style Mm. all right red coats and fucking like you know those funny hats and then like you know big cowboy hats it's like they had drip okay you got to acknowledge that 
big dusters and things like that. I'd go dress like that now if I could afford it. And it didn't look so uncomfortable. Yeah. But the reality is shorts and t-shirts are very comfortable these days. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. Mm. Um, I see you wearing Doc Martens. Uh, these are not Doc Martens. Oh. No. What size are you? Um, size like, oh, fuck. I don't know, like 10 in women's and then mm. like eight or nine in men's. Do you want some Doc Martens? Oh, fuck yeah. I would absolutely love some Doc Martens if you just got some laying around. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Wait, yeah. are you joking? No, no, I'm not joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'll get them out after the episode. Fuck yeah. yeah. Not a word oh of a lot. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never wear them. Um, maybe I should, but I'm more of a cowboy boot sort of guy. Like yeah. A dress boot sort of a guy. Yeah. When either that or Converse's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Break out I'm a big fan of Converse's. Converse's. Yeah. Now, back to performing. So, mm. let's talk about what is your favorite performance that you have had for yourself? And then the favorite, the favorite performance that you have seen. Okay. Um, well, my favorite performance that I've seen is probably, um, I can't remember his name. Shit. Serenity Von Vada's, uh, I do. I I do always. Story. That's the favorite (laughs) performance. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I wish, I wish. No, um, uh, <laughs> no the um, probably would be. Um, oh, shit. Are you just going to edit this bit out? <laughs> no, we never live in here. I might have a guess who it is. It's a he? Yes. Oh. Burlesque performer? Yes. Matthew Pope? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I fucking knew it. Yeah. Yeah. No, every time, every time I see him perform, it's just like. It's a spectacle. Oh my God. It makes me so hard. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Like (laughs) everyone has nothing but good things to say about Matthew Pope. Yeah. And uh, I'll be scheduling him for an interview next week. So I'll be interviewing Oh, hell yeah. Oh my God. Definitely going to tune in for that. I need to, we're going to investigate why he, how, like. We're going to investigate if he's an alien. Oh, yeah? Because no human being can possibly be that amazing. Absolutely. You know, because he's like, everyone says it's like, oh, he's an amazing, hugely talented, incredibly hardworking performer, incredibly disciplined. Uh, He's incredibly professional and courteous and nice to his other fellow performers. 100%. And uh, it's like, it's like no one can be this talented and this hardworking while also being this nice to everyone around him. And it's like... And I was like, yeah, he sounds like an alien. We need to figure out, like, where he's from and things like that, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's going to be part of my investigation for the interview. Very nice, very yeah. nice. I'll let him know uh, uh, he got your dick out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, very, I'm pretty it, sure that he already knows. Yeah, 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 <laughs> he probably does. I saw him and uh, Carl Chaos do their number for Sideshow. Oh yeah, yeah. Did, did you see? I, I didn't. I, I didn't see that one. But they'll I probably bring Sideshow back. That'll probably be a repeat show. Okay, cool. Um, so you probably haven't missed your chance to see it. But Sick. that show, it's like Carl Chaos and uh, the Matthew Pope. It's like I struggle for anyone to not watch that and 
I struggle for anyone to not watch that and for their genitalia to not have a reaction, you know, straight by or gay. It's like, it, it like your genitalia will have a reaction to that fucking affair on stage. And it's like, it's, it's, it's pretty like, it, it was pretty like acrobatically amazing. It yeah, was definitely. like just incredible, like incredibly well coordinated. And then, yeah, it was. His body is just ridiculous as well. Like, yeah. He's in great oh, shape. Fuck. Mm. Uh, speaking of um, burlesque performers that are ridiculous, though, um, Gigi Love also. Heard amazing Holy things. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she's doing her thing, it's like it. It's like she's up there and she's fucking, you know? Yeah. It's, it, it's... Have you ever seen her perform? Not live. Oh, no. my God. You mm. need to. You need to get yourself to a Gigi Love performance. Like, it is insane. I will. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Lotta Lamore is pretty talented too. Yes! Mm. Oh my god! So, you, obviously, you saw the one from the other week, the 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 zebra one. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. How fucking crazy is that? It's a, it was an incredible performance. Yeah. Lotta Lamore might have one of the best asses in Perth burlesque. Yeah, yeah, mm. I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's so many good butts. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, that's the incredible bit too. She's got a lot of competition, and hers is standout still. You know, it's like there are a lot of great asses on stage that night. You know, like it was, it was a pretty, it was a pretty sensational night for asses. You it know? really was. Yeah, it was fucking fantastic. Speaking of asses, I saw this meme um, about Jordan Peterson. And uh, he was like talking to me like, I'm going to do, I, I kind of do impersonations, but I haven't done a Jordan Peterson impersonation for a long time. But he was comparing tits and asses. Mm. And it's like, um, it's like, well, tits are the, the, like, this was the caption of the meme. And it was just really well, like, captioned. Yeah. It's like, well, tits are the life givers. They, you know, feed their children. You know, they <laughs> nourish you. Whereas ass, ass is the darkness. And, you know, ass is to be destroyed. Ass is the well of abyss. You must go there to discover yourself. But, boy, you got to be careful there. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, like, perfectly captioned. That is how Jordan Peterson would have said it. It's also kind of true. Um, in terms <laughs> yeah, of, no, it is. Yeah. <laughs> ass is truly a dangerous thing because once you bury your face in them, you're not sure if you want to come back up sometimes, you know? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, now, you talked about, so, your favorite performer, which is mm -hmm. Matthew Pope, GG Love. Oh, yes. So, like, any, what, what has been your favorite performance of yourself that you have done? What's a performance you came off stage and you were like, I'm going to go jerk off to myself tonight. You know, I deserve it, you know, for me. What, um, what was that performance? It was, it was definitely the Lizard Queen. The Lizard Queen? Um, so I, I felt so fucking good in that, in that green morph suit. <laughs> I think I got a photo of it. Let me, let me I think I saw a photo of it. Yeah. It's a, Obviously when it's I realized I, would have a, I had, was going to have you on, I had to do a deep dive on you. <laughs> And figure out, it's like, what is, what is going on? And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw. Yeah, there you go. Ah, the weird and the wonderful. Awesome. Mm. So, that night, obviously, with uh, Drag Factory, you need to do two numbers. Um, so, I started out the night doing a, a Just Dance um, by Lady Gaga. As you do. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't eaten anything that day. Mm. 
And I don't know what happened, but I I got up on that stage, danced around a little bit, and then like, whoop, hey, <laughs> shit. I was like full on like like gagging, like like I couldn't stop my body from heaving. Mm. Um, so that was that was a really really scary scary moment because it, it it was my third time my my third act that that I had done ever mm. in front of people, and it was it oh fuck it was so fucking embarrassing. Mm. Um, but then I, I, I was like, you know, I need to pull out the lizard queen thing. So then everyone like, you know, forgets about the first act. Mm. Everyone just focuses on the lizard queen. Um, but yeah, that, I, it was, it was like really, really nerve wracking to, well, it, it's always, it's always nerve wracking to like, you know, come up with a concept and like execute it within like three days. Mm. Um, but I mean, like, you know, I, I did it, I guess. Mm. Um, I do want to do a rendition on it. I want to, um, you know, maybe do, maybe use the same, um, costume to do like, I don't know, an alien thing or something like that because it's a green morph suit, you know, mm. you can use it for so many things and it's got tits as well. So mm. Tits on a morph suit. Tits on a morph suit. You had me. Mm. I really wish that I would have put a third tit on it though. Ah, like, I really go with the alien vibe. Yeah, because like, you know, three tits is kind of like So you thing. made that suit? I didn't, I didn't make it from scratch. I didn't, I, I didn't like sew it. I just, um, I sprayed it. Yeah. Um, just with some and spray added the paint. Tits. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so the tits just—it's—it's it's literally just spray paint. Nice. I um, love that. Well, you can add it. You can paint it over and add a third tit. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna like look regular. Who wants it? <laughs> Sorry, you threw regular out the door when you said lizard queen, Coco. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you realize, yeah, regular has left the station a long, long time ago. So, uh, yeah, I don't think that applies much anymore. It's very true. Mm. <laughs> i tell you what, while we were on the subject of burlesque performers, because we brought up mm. a... Uh, um, you brought up a lot of burlesque performers when you brought up Gigi Love. Mm. Of, well, I brought up a lot of Lamore and Matthew Pope. Let's a uh, quick shout out to Sugar De Jour, mm -hmm. uh, who I will be interviewing once they get better from COVID. Uh, get better, Sugar. It was really lovely meeting you at the uh, Pride. And uh, you were an amazing performer that night. I hope you listened to this uh, because you were sensational. So, yeah, she and yeah, she said, be like, oh, you're running around on TikTok. You're the one who interviewed Bisexual James. And I was like, yeah, you've used my audio. Thank you for doing that. And then they'd be like, yeah, yeah, it was great to use. And then she was like, and I was like, could I interview you sometime? And she was like, what, on the street? And I was like, no, for like a podcast. And she was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, she was just like, swept me off her feet with charm, really. And I That's was so like, cute. Yeah, and I was like, oh, normally no one's that nice first up, except Matthew Pope. Yeah, him and <laughs> Sugar Du Jour and Matthew Pope, like, straight up, like, unlike, unnervingly nice without mm. being, like, flirtatious. You know, normally when most people are trying to be nice to me, they're flirting with me, too. Mm. It's like, yeah, how are you going? Let me suck your dick. And I'm like, get out of it. And, uh, but yeah, no, they were just genuinely nice people. Mind you, I've had two compliments at Connie's that were nice. And it's like, I left thinking not being uncomfortable because most compliments make me uncomfortable. And, uh, most flirting makes me uncomfortable because I don't pick up that someone's flirting with me until mm. much later. I'm very bad at flirting, but, um, 
what was it? I had one and it was the, it was this joke. It was this, it was this, what was it? It was, uh, I had this one compliment and it was this compliment from a girl and she said, they're like, you have an amazing face because you smile with your whole face. I was like, what does that mean? And it's like, well, I suppose working with drag queens, a lot of them smile with dead eyes. I'm like, hmm, yeah, I see that. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's, it's kind of true when you think about it. Yeah, no, yeah. I've seen that yeah. several times. And uh, which I don't know how they do that because I don't understand how you can smile without making your eyes smile as well. Mm. Clearly it's practice, but I haven't been able to do it. Um, mind you, I haven't really practiced. Um, then the other one I got was this guy came up to me and he was like, yeah, bro. And he, he was like very butch sort of gay man. Mm. And he was like, yeah, bro. Like, uh, I'm not hitting on you or anything cause I'm here with my boyfriend, but, uh, I just thought you should know that, uh, you're very fucking handsome. And I was like, oh, that's, that's the nicest way you could have said that. You know, <laughs> it was like, yeah, I'm not hitting on you because, you know, I'm going to plow my boyfriend's ass later. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Someone should have just told you that, uh, you're very fucking good looking and I thought it should be me. You know, so uh, shout out to that dude. You know, he was truly lovely. So, uh, well, that's nice. Yeah. I I only really get hit on by straight men who think that I am a woman, or just like you know, a spicy woman. I guess I've I've heard that many times. Like, Bullshit! You, know, uh, you you would get hit on by so many jokes. Well, it, I mean, just admit it. <laughs> just admit I mean, it. like I I'm a little bit like I. I'm always so nervous, like, like around, like, you know, the dating scene with like women because like, you know, obviously like, you know, being a trans man is like, it's, it's difficult because like, you know, a lot of straight women, they don't feel like I'm in their dating pool because they don't really see me as a quote real man. Mm. Um, like same thing with, um, with like, you know, the, the dating scene and like, you know, gay men and stuff like that is that like, um, yeah. Um, I mean like, you know, it could just be like, you know, my dysphoria and whatever and like gender tings, but like, you know, it is, it, it's fucking hard. Like, like dating people, um, like the ex that I was talking about before he was, um, straight, up until when we were dating, like uh, we were dating for like three, four months, something like that. And he was just like, Oh, I reckon I'm bisexual. It's just like, no fucking shit. You dickhead. Mm. You're dating a man. Mm. Oh, like, yeah, I don't know. Don't overthink it too much. <laughs> just be yourself. It's like better to live a life where you're just happy with yourself than mm. depending on someone else for your happiness. Yeah. yeah Get definitely. comfortable with yourself before worrying about making anyone else comfortable. You know, I spent. I, that's exactly why yeah. I'm not dating right now. Mm. It's like I like to spend my life making people as uncomfortable as possible. <laughs> you know, that's, that's that's my whole existence. Pleasure. Honestly, is just making people feel uncomfortable. Um, I work in retail, so like, um, yeah, just like you know, people coming in and like you know, purposely not wanting to be served by me and stuff mm. like that because it's very, very obvious that I'm queer. Mm. I also have my, you know, my little trans pride pin and like a little, um, like pronoun badge mm. on my shirt that I always wear just to make sure to like, you know, mm. tap if someone gets my pronouns. Where wrong. do you work? I work at a pet shop. At a pet shop. Yeah. It's, um, 
It's all that right. That seems where like people would be most accepting of the gays, you know, because well, no one well, has, no they're one not. Has, <laughs> no one has more pets than queer people. Well, I don't think that that's true. I don't actually. I don't know um, very many queer people with pets actually. I, I mean, feel like, like all the queer people I know have pets. They've well, all got then a shit. Introduce or a dog me. Or a cat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I'll introduce you to some people. I'm getting I'm, very... I'm I mix so and match ridiculous. within a lot of weird circles. I go from the Perth comedy scene to the Perth rap scene to the Perth drag scene. And That's awesome. Like, somehow I just managed to fit into the background of all of it, you know? And then and then until I put the onesie on and then I come to the front of all of them. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be like, guys, I'm on drugs. Be like, be like, yes, Alex, we know. Yeah, you did not hide that from anyone. Yeah. It's like the bricks are melting, everyone. Uh, every, you know how Connections has that like on the terrace? It has those bare brick walls. Yes. Every time I've done acid in Connections, the bricks melt on me. Melt? Melt. Like, like onto you? Not onto me. They just oh. like slowly drip down. Just slowly drip down and morph. Sometimes it's not melting. Sometimes it's like, you ever see those videos where they're stirring ice cream or butter or cheese or something? Like yeah. in a big vat? Sometimes it swells like that. Interesting. Yeah, it's very... Usually whenever I do psychedelics, I see like the same patterns all the time, always the same fractals. Um, Last time I did acid, I actually swapped places with a cow for a couple of seconds. That was interesting. That's fantastic. (laughs) I've... uh, I always get different visual stimulants, different body experiences. I had one body experience where I teleported 500 meters. Ooh. Um... Yeah, that was weird. This The weird part about that was it was at a Bucks party, right? And it was out in the bush because this is how country boys have Bucks parties. We yeah. don't go to the city where there's people around who can hear what we're doing. Right. We, we have it out in the bush where we get real private. So we booked this Airbnb out in the bush. So it's me, 12 guys, two strippers. And anyway, I was on a copious amount of psychedelic drugs. Mm. I think I was on about... It was either the first night where I was on two ridiculously powerful tabs or it was the second night where I was on five medium power ones. It was one of the two. Um, but uh, basically, there's this dam 500 meters from the Airbnb that we're staying okay. at. So it's a fair distance away. I'd never walked down on the edge of this dam. In my mind, I'd teleported d- down to the edge of it and was walking on the edge of the dam. I could see my feet walking in front of me. Like I, was, I wasn't I was hovering, I was walking down there. Interesting. And in my mind, I was down there just for five minutes. Then my friend comes up, taps me on the shoulder and he was like, Alex, are you okay? And I was like, bro, I was just walking down by that dam. He's like, no, Alex, you've been looking at that dam for about three hours and we just thought we should check on you. And I was like, oh, three hours. It's been that long. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, I did not. Uh, Are you having a spiritual experience? You're I was having like- a pretty, pretty spiritual experience. The other thing you always, I always experience on acid is the acid gremlins. You know, the, the, the shadows moving in the corner of your eye. Ah, you know? the shadow people. Yeah, yeah, I see yeah. the hat man a lot. The hat man. Oh, this guy sounds interesting. Oh, he's, he's, he, he is interesting. He's also fucking terrifying, man. Mm. Um, there's probably going to be people who know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, the hat man. <laughs> the hat man. I got to Google this shit now. <laughs> uh, we're going to the phones, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to the phones. All right. Hat man. LSD. Grey Man LSD Dream Emulator. 
Hmm. Oh, oh, LSD Dream Emulator, Hatman. Aha. Okay. <laughs> I'll go down that rabbit hole a little bit later. Um, uh, I'm a big horror movie nut, so I don't mind yeah? watching and seeing scary Have things. Have you watched any um, like ones that come out recently? I, I, I watched Smile. Yeah, I watched that one. That one was a pretty... It gave me nightmares. <laughs> it was pretty. It was a pretty nightmare-ridden film. I don't get nightmares from horror movies anymore, but like that was, that was pretty scary. Well, there was another one I watched recently. What was that one? Um, Christ, I only watched this recently. What was it called? It was another one that came out. Like, the Menu? I'm no, really looking forward to that one. I want to watch that, though. There was another one, though. The Smile and... Ah, oh, fuck me dead. What was it? It'll come to me. But yeah, I did watch The Smile, and that was a, that was a standout performance i really really enjoyed that i feel like my performance though they were in the there was a big emphasis on them being in the woods maybe or maybe it was in a single place mm. god i could never remember i'm only into like supernatural horror films though i can't really get into gore fests right, because it doesn't make me sick but i just i medically look at it too much <laughs> because i watched the terrifier recently yeah and it's this clown torturing these people to death, basically. It's pretty yeah. gruesome and things like that. And I just look at it and I go, this person would have passed out from shock 10 minutes ago. Yeah. It's like, the, 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 and it's like, then like, they're still alive. It's like, no, they would have died from blood loss by now. It's like, no, there's no way this person is conscious for all of this. It's like, it's feasibly not possible. They would have died a long, long time ago. Um, Somehow they carry on and uh, yeah, it, it's just way too much of a gore fest for me. The only, th That was really the only thing that made the Saw movies good was the psychological aspect of it, which was like, live or die, the choice is yours. <laughs> it's like, um, it's, what it be like a, it's like, Samuel, for years you talked about being a kinky fucker and then being vanilla in bed. <laughs> well this is your choice and it's like um dip your balls into the hot wax or sit on a 14 inch dildo live or die the choice is yours <laughs> something like that I'm thinking oh she's that. thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be like get your nip get the world's tightest nipple clamps onto your nipples or um or get <laughs> or get a cat of nine tails on the ass. Live or die. The truth. <laughs> be like, no. I go for the cat of nine tails. Personally. No, I'm and also the one beforehand. I probably do the the fourteen inch dildo. Right. In that case, it wouldn't be live or die. It'd be like come or die. The choice is yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's the one thing that does annoy me. Like, I don't mind hooking up with vanilla people. I really mm. don't. I have a lot, a lot of patience for them. Mm. It's like, oh, you know, you knew you haven't tried out much stuff. But don't tell me you're kinky and yeah. be vanilla. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. Yeah. I, I, I have... There has been so many partners of mine who have like, you know, had like real big game. And then you just like, you know, you, you get them in bed and it's just like, okay... Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine if you're like not experienced in bed. I would not hate on a person for that. Mm. But don't tell me that, you know, you fucking want this and you want that and you want this and you want that. And then you're like, oh, can we just do this? 
It's like, motherfucker, you got me all excited, all right? <laughs> I broke out all the fucking tools for you, and this is what you're fucking doing to me. You know, oh, piss right the fuck off. You know, just tell me that you, you're vanilla and that you just want plain old regular missionary sex with occasional eye contact. That's missionary okay. Missionary sex and 9 p.m. Yeah. Lights off. Yes. Yeah. In a queen size bed. It's okay if you with want a glass that. of water the next glass, to the glass of water <laughs> next to bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and then a a roll of toilet paper by the bed for oh, when classic. it oozes out of you. No, nah, but it's like, like what? We're not doing the uh, I feel tradition. Like, I, yeah. I feel like that's a little bit too kinky, you know? Yeah. Like like cream pies and stuff. Come on, man. You got to use condom. No, no. I, I draw the line at condoms, okay? Don't kink shame <laughs> me, okay? My kink is bareback sex, okay? And I refuse Come. to be kink shamed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny set. It's like, what's your be kink? Be safe and wear a condom. Yeah, what's what's <laughs> it be like your kink? And it's like... It's like, yeah, my kink is bareback sex. It's like, don't most people just like to do that? It's like, don't fucking kink shame me. <laughs> I, yeah, condoms are hate language in my to my people, you oh know? My God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't impress me with your fucking prophylactic, you know? Uh, that's a very funny bit. I have to pursue that. Mm. No, but like, yeah, don't fucking be kinky nightmare in bed you know the other thing too is this is another thing i respect it's like yeah like this is where i know like i kind of have a respect for them it's like yeah i can kind of be into like the kinkiest stuff but let's just have normal start normal before we go on to that and it's like okay that's respectable too yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i I can understand that very much don't let me get to the point where i have my cock out and then make me put the handcuffs away okay it's like that's (laughs) not fun for anyone okay and it's like, it's like, come on, guys. I was going to be the one to wear them anyway. It's like, you're not in physical danger. You know, it's like, it's all fucking, all the nightmare. When it comes <sighs> to like, you know, the king scene and stuff like that, of course, like, you know, consent is very, very important. Of course and it's like, important. And like, you know, yeah, also, yeah, yeah. um, like, safe words like and boundaries communication and, like and all that, that kind of stuff. So like, yeah. um, to be fair, um, you know, before doing, um, like engaging in like some kinky sex should, should have a little conversation with. Yeah, absolutely. Beforehand. Absolutely. I was exaggerating the story. <laughs> yeah. But no, you absolutely should have those conversations before mm. sex. That's the other thing where people should do. It's like, I, I'm kind of anti-pornography because I think pornography is brain for people's brains. Um, is bad for people's brain for people's brains. Bad for people's brains. Point in case. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think pornography is bad for people's brains. Like It gives I them agree. a skewed vision of sex. I don't think people should watch it. In saying that though... Like, when it comes to, like, grown adults, I don't think there's anything issue. Like, I think more grown adults should probably talk about what they want in bed and be more open with their fucking sexual Definitely. partners. Because it's like, guys, if the sex is bad, talk about it and figure out what you can do, mm. you know? I was involved in FIFO for a few years. You know what we did before we started any project? We had to talk about what we were going to do during it. Yeah. And then, it, like, when we talked about it and communication was good, it went off without a hitch. And that, like applies to a lot of different other things you know mm, yeah and it's like you know don't be ashamed like don't fucking be ashamed about telling your boyfriend that he's bad at eating pussy don't be ashamed that you're telling your girlfriend that she's bad at sucking dick you know just tell them and it's like this is what you can do to be better and mm. it's like you know it's like sometimes people are bad at things you know and i don't think there's any fucking issue and you know 
correcting the course of it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, definitely, 100%. I do think that um, a lot of people get a bit um, touchy when it comes to, you know, their um, sexual routine, I guess. Um, mm. So, like, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone for a while and, like, you know, things are changing with your own body and stuff like that, like, yeah, for example, like HRT, mm. um and like you know shit's changing and then like you know you try to correct someone and um they get a little bit offended that's i i talking about my own experience you know? <laughs> um, vietnam flashbacks fucking yeah no nah, but like you know anytime that that you should like like de- de- definitely like you know bring up things mm. and like you know have conversations with your partner about all that kind of stuff mm. Um, before getting upset about things. Hmm. Um, my ex was a fucking cunt. <laughs> Most exes are, and that's why they're exes. Mm. Very, very glad. I mean, like, he, he and I got, got back together, like, three times. Mm. Um, so this That time, was your first issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very much of a first issue, my dude. Um, I really hope that this is... Is it? Mm. Is it? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we make a pact? Okay. What's the pact? The pact is um <laughs> so many things just came what's, into my what's mind. What's your side of the pact? My side of the pact. Well, your side of the pact is you can't get with your ex. Yeah. My yeah. side of the pact is if you get back with your ex, okay. Um you have to buy me drugs. Uh, ha- what kind of drugs? Oh, just acid. Yeah. Oh, just acid. Yeah. Oh my god! The last time that I did acid, I actually got the tabs from um, Grinder. Um, nice. And you know what I? All right, did I'm going to the apps, tabs. guys. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? What did you do with the ta- What did you do with the tabs? Did you shelve them? No, I didn't. I, I I didn't shelve them. No, no, no. What what I did for the tabs? I mean, that's pretty obvious. Oh. What I did for the tabs. Oh, you know okay. what I mean. Do you still in contact with this person? No. <laughs> Damn it! Why? Also, it was down south. It was in like Bustleton. Oh, God! <laughs> Damn it! Oh, bugger. Uh, anyway, <laughs> enough about that. Uh, one thing that is really fun to talk about with uh, drags. Uh, I've talked about it with comedians too, actually. But uh, with drags too, it's funny. Mm. Let's talk about sexual awakenings. Now, oh. Yeah, already let's talk about sexual awakenings. Everyone has. It's like I've been attracted to many, many, many different types of women, you know, and many, many different types of people. I've never found, I've never like limited my constraints in that regard. In saying that, there is a type I do think I hold above all others. And I do think I know where it stems from. And that is Morticia Adams from Mm. the Adams family. It's like the classic 90s one. Mm It's like that was just... To me, that was just the hottest lady alive. Uh, and Wasn't that Cher? No, it was not Cher. That was, I forget the name of the actress, but she was just, babe, just tall, like dark hair, fair skin, long dresses, kinky, mm. elegant way of talking. Just, just fucking ass class and everything in between. Nice. And also Morticia Adams and Gomez Adams. Mm. That is the like... Ultimate power couple. Ultimate power couple. Mm. Three kids, two decades of marriage and still hot and kinky for one another. We can only hope for such relationship, you know? Um, That's very true. Yeah. So goals there and that is the goal. And 
shout out to Donna Kebab. Donna Kebab was the first drag performer I interviewed. Her sexual awakening was Brendan Fraser from George of the Jungle. Oh yeah, was, yeah, it's like, yeah, she yeah, was yeah, like no, I see that. that. They're like that shirtless scene where you know he's just got a towel covering up and he's all oiled up. She was like, oh yeah, mm. <laughs> and I was just pissing myself, and it's like, oh, Donna's having a legit moment thinking about this now, and be like, yeah, I am. And it's like, give me a second, and just gonna be like, yeah, Donna's gonna go knock one out. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love Donna Kebab. Yeah, she's amazing, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She really is, just like first IRL. first drag performer I interviewed and. My goodness, it's been fun doing it ever since. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big props to Donna. Amazing, amazing performer. Um, she just really is like Miley Cyrus. Like, yeah. Embodied. Yeah. Like serving absolute cunt. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> icon. True My icon. sexual awakening mm-hmm. was um, Shigo from Kim Possible. Ah, ha, ah, and that's why you had such good chemistry on stage at Cherry Bomb. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, actually, um, I see that too. I, 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 one hundred percent down with that type. On oh, round of applause for you. No, round of applause for Shigo. Yeah, I'm down. Carry on. Um, speaking of Shigo, though, um, so I actually I live in my van. Um, the one that's, that's downstairs. Um, and her name is Shigo. Um, and she's green. And she's green. Yes. You live in a green van named Shigo. Yes. I love that so much. Um, so, um, her name, um, her name is Shigo because she goes. She goes. Yes. Um, she goes from A to B. She, yep. I mean, sometimes she also goes to C and D. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dicks, yeah, <laughs> depending on what flavor we feel like on the day, or exactly. just what we can get, you know. <laughs> That's the two points I've been in my life. I've only ever been at two points where I feel like I'm getting too much sex, where like I'm having to deal with too many partners and too many like, or I'm at a point in my life where I'm not getting enough sex. I've never had an equilibrium of well, this is the perfect. What's happening now? I mean, I'm at a stage currently where I'm having too much sex. Oh, interesting. It's problematic. Yeah. It's also a lot of fun. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like, just because you're getting getting too much sex, it's like, should I stop this? Maybe. No. 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 We don't don't slut shame here. No. No. Just as um, long as you're being safe about it and you're getting tested. I got tested recently. That's Funnily good. enough, funny story about getting tested. I got tested recently, right? Mm. But here was the funny thing that happened. I work at a bar and the bar is an Indian tapas joint in the yes. evening. And I'm the traditional bartender. But we get like a free meal with every food. That's and my sick. boss, she's like just the dream team queen. Like amazing boss to work for. And she likes her food really fucking spicy, but so do I. Mm. So I eat her level of spice, which is very rare because most of the other staff don't. Mm. And she had some leftover chicken wings, Indian spiced chicken wings. And I got them and these things were fucking spicy. Anyway, I brought them home. I was eating them. I'd showered. I'd go into the gym on the way home, showered, getting ready for bed and yada, yada, yada. I'm having these chicken wings. Spicy shit. The spice is all over my hands. I give my genitals a scratch. No. I give the head of my knob like a proper scratch. My fucking shit is on fire Uh. like a minute later. (laughs) Like just everything is 
burning to smithereens down there. Oh, and I'm shit. like, oh, fuck. I'm just like under the shower. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. And I'm like, just, oh, man. Did you cry? It was pretty, because I was just thinking to myself, I was like, I got tested recently. Like, there is no fucking way this fucking happened to me. You know, it's like, what the fuck? And it's like. Well, I mean, at least it wasn't like gonorrhea or something. Yeah. I mean, it was just Indian (laughs) spices. Indian food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, normally expected to burn the other end. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, oh, God. Yeah, I'm the first man who says he can got spicy dick from Indian food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You, you know, recently, um, I actually ate a a whole packet of Flaming Hot Cheetos. And it was the first time that I had ever tasted Flaming Hot Cheetos. So Goddamn. It's fucking good, right? Mm-hmm. And it has triggered an IBS attack in me. And now I have IBS. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean... I can see that happening with a whole bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos. It was a really bad idea, and not a lot of people know this, but 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 you can get IBS just from, like, eating one thing. Mm. It'll pass. It'll pass. I really hope that it does. It's it, been, like, two weeks. Yeah, uh, it will. It will. Um, I had this thing. This is... A, I had the funniest name for a, a disease I got. It was a travel bug I'd picked up on a plane. Oh, shit. It's the funniest name. Basically, it calls severe, severe diarrhea and oh like nausea and throwing up. Yeah. Like, and I'm talking, I lost about 12 kilos in one week. I was slowly Jeez. shitting myself to death. Oh my God. I remember going to the doctor. I went and gave them my sample for it. Yeah. And they were like, okay, yeah, get, get your sample. I had to shit in a cup. Yeah. That was disgusting yeah um but uh yeah they gave me the sample and then like i was waiting for my test for three days and then this was still when i was fifo and uh i came back and i like i have so much patience for customer service it's like i really it takes so much to annoy me and things like that like i i genuinely think be nice to customer service because usually they're trying to do the best job they can with what yes, they have 100 like, you know this may have been the first time I was cross with customer service. Alex is being a Karen. Yes. Because they said they would have their, my test results within three days. I guarantee three days. And I got it didn't. a week later and they didn't. And I'm shitting myself to death right now. And I need to go back to work soon. And I was like, I came in and then they were like this. I feel bad for the secretary mm. of this GP. And uh, she was just like, oh, yeah, we have your results right now. I'm like, I know. That's why I'm in to get them. You were meant to have them four days ago. Oh, well, yeah, we're really sorry for the delay. We hope you haven't been too bad. And I'm like, I've been shitting myself to death. Okay. <laughs> and I got the name for the disease and it was called blastiositis. And I was like, that is such a fucking perfect name. And like the doctor was like. And I was just something like, yeah, I've just been drinking water. But like he'd heard how much I'd been shitting and things mm. like that. And it was like, it was like 20, 30 times a day I was on the toilet. Jesus And it was Christ. coming out from one end or the other. Oh, my God. And he was just like, and I told him and he was like, you've done that much? And he was like, and I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, go home, pick up your prescription, get 
a lot of Mountain Dew and drink because you need electrolytes. It's like you were close. Mountain clo- Dew? Yeah, because Mountain Dew is filled with electrolytes. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, get Powerades and Mountain Dew. And he was just like, just drink that shit because you need electrolytes because you will be... Because I told him, it's like, I can't eat anything. I can't. I haven't eaten anything substantial in days and I haven't done anything and I've, I've just been drinking water. And he was like, yeah, get the Mountain Dew because you need electrolytes. It's like, the reality is it's like he was saying, it's like... And I don't get sick often, so this was alarming. And he was like, you need to fucking fix yourself up now because the reality is it's like you were fucking two steps away from dying and you don't even yeah. realize it. It's like you could... Yeah, and he was like literally saying, it's like, you've been shitting yourself to death. And I was like, oh, that's what I've been trying to tell you people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and like, yeah, but like the delay on that. Also, the first time I called up the office asking for the result, the lady was a bitch about it. And I was like, well, fuck you. All right. I'm not going to be nice about it while I'm, you know, my... Were you like shitting while you were speaking on the phone? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I was. Um, and Classic. it was like, yeah, it's like, fuck you guys. That was the... You should have put your butt on the phone. I should have. I should have put my butt on a fucking desk. Just <laughs> go down and to be like, yeah. It's like, I'm sick. <laughs> I'm waiting for my result. Like that may have been the first and only time I've gotten grumpy with customer service. Every other time I'm patient with them. And every other time it paid off. I remember one time I took my ex bitch um, to a restaurant and we went for a restaurant. This was like our first nice date together. And I remember we had ordered some dessert to share. And there was a while, there was quite a wait while on dessert. And I just called him over and I was like, hey, like, not complaining. Like, the service and the food has been so lovely. But, like, the dessert is just taking a little while. We're just wondering, like, will it be much longer? And they had forgotten to put the order through. Mm. But because we were nice about it and we weren't cunty about it, they gave us the dessert for free for the trouble. And I was like, ah. Oh. And that goes to show being nice to customer service because it fucking pays off sometimes. Yeah, exactly. That's that. That's a thing with, like... Um like in retail, obviously, with and hospital, and 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 hospital, yeah, definitely. Um, like they do have a lot of power to, like, you know, give you things for free or, like, you know, at a discounted rate. But they're not gonna do it if you're being a cunt. No. If you're if if you like, you know, come straight up to me, um, while I'm like, you know, fucking sorting someone else out, and you're just like, you know do I have this particular discount thing that I usually always have on my account? It's just like, yes, you do have that probably, you know, just like, or like, you know, if, if they don't have a certain um, like product in stock or something like that, it, they, they act like I'm like, like personally trying to keep it from them. (laughs) Like, it's just it's just absolutely ridiculous working in retail, um, in my experience anyway. Hmm. Um, especially with like, you know, like COVID restrictions and everything like that. Like there's so Ow. many things that we just aren't able to get in. And yeah, I get like Karen's left, right, and center going like, I bought this here last week. It's like it's been out of stock for three months. This is one thing. I need to get a Karen wig for a comedy bit I'm doing. I need to get a Karen wig for a comedy bit I'm doing. Hell yeah, dude. Because um, I'm doing this segment on... It's by, You ever watched The Current Affair? Yes. You ever see those segments they do on dodgy tradies? Yeah. Well, basically, we're going to film a segment like that, but it's That's not with a dodgy sick. tradie. It's going to be with the local pub tight ass. 
Okay. I'm going to follow him around and be like, sir, sir, why have you let these people buy you so many drinks? It's like, be like 10 pints, 12 Coronas and seven shots. You let people buy you that and you didn't pull out your wallet so much as once that night. How do you feel about that? It's like, do you have any shame? Do you have any remorse ripping people off and like just follow them around and then interview victims of the tight asses and things like that? And then like, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'm going to turn into a whole new segment about things like that. that this is going to be fucking funny, bro. Yeah. Um, you can probably get someone, um, one of the, the drag artists to, to make you a Karen wig. Oh, well, I know a lot of them. I know yeah. two that will do it for me. Yeah. All right. Now I got to go fucking do that again. God damn it. Uh, for things I do for comedy, honestly, people don't know how loyal I am to my craft. Mm. Anyway, we are coming up to an hour and 16, so time to go into plugs. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, any performances upcoming? I don't have anything upcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, any social media? Uh, so my Instagram is YouGoFemCoco. Mm-hmm. So it's U-G-O-F-E-M-C-O-C-O. Mm-hmm. Any, maybe any friends performances or any venues you'd like to promote? Um, uh, obviously like, you know, um, like cherry bomb and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm not quite sure when the next cherry bomb is. It's like in, uh, December, like 23rd or something like that. Paint me like one of your French boys, Goko. <laughs> you didn't get the joke, people, because I'm doing physical comedy, but fuck yes, it's funny to us. He's laying down on the ground. He's got his legs up on a cabinet. Mm. Very, very nice looking legs you got there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> a lot of squats go into them. Yeah? Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, obviously, look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was literally something when I was caught up in COVID and, like, I just, I was gaming so much. So, I invented, like, a damage and reward system for the game. So, every time I died in Call of Duty, I had to do, like, five squats or tw- funny, 20 like leg that. raises or something like that. Very nice. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I, two last questions. One, what has been your favorite interaction with an audience member? It can be a good or bad interaction, but it's like your most standout interaction. Uh, actually, let's do both. B- b- best, best bad interaction and best, best interaction with an audience member um, after a show. We'll go into that, and then we'll go into naming the episode. Oh, okay, so um, so basically, um, the performance that I did at the Cherry Bomb that just went, the Pride Cherry Bomb, um, I had a really, really good um, interaction with an audience member when I took off my eyelashes, because my, my whole thing was like, like, you know, taking off the femme bits and pieces and stuff, and I decided that I needed to you know, hold on to these eyelashes because I've been working on them for a while. There's, Mm. like, you know, lots and lots of layers to these eyelashes. Um, So I very carefully took them off and I put them in this stranger's hands. Mm -hmm. And she's... um, I can't even remember her name. Mm. Um, But, like, she was just so freaking lovely about it. Like, you know, she kept them very, very safe. Like, like the whole, um, like, competition. Um, Yeah, um, and then afterwards, like, you know, she came up to me and she told me that I did a good job and all this kind of stuff. Um, Honestly, like, anytime Pretty Girl says anything to me, it's it's a win, personally. Uh, The dick gets hard. (laughs) Mm. Um, But, yeah, my my worst interaction, um, I wasn't actually performing this night. It was, like, a week or two before I did my debut, 
And there was this like old guy who kept on trying to like touch the performers. Um, and like, mm, I hate that. Cause I don't like being touched at the best of times. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Like fucking Jesus Christ. It, it was so cringe. It's always so cringe whenever there's like, you know, people. I have this weird thing with hugging them. where like, I don't like to hu- like hug people the first time I meet them. Mm, yeah. That's um, enough. I hug like friends and if I'm familiar with them, but like, after a while, like I remember, like some people impose their hug on you, and it's like, mm. oh god, okay, okay, and you just like fucking get a panic attack. I like it whenever someone asks first up, "Are you a hugger?" Mm. Um, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan. And it's of like that. I can be, but uh, not straight up. It's yeah. like, yeah, can I talk to you first? And it's like, yeah, usually not for me, you know. But uh, that's just me. Fuck what anyone else thinks. So no cuddling later. I'll keep that in my brain. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're about to go start our own private Snapchat like Serenity Von Vrata. <laughs> but um, I didn't even know about that. What? Serenity Von Vrata's private Snapchat? I didn't know that she had a private Snapchat. Yeah. <gasps> oh. <laughs> yeah, just go talk to her. She'll give it to you. Oh, shut up. There's no way that I'm going to be able to ask her for that. Well, I'll ask it for you then. No. Yeah, I'll, I have no shame. Just go up to Serenity when she's uh, when she's doing the door rate right, connections. Be like, yeah, you know Fem Coco. Yeah, add her on Snapchat. Add her onto the uh, add her onto your private uh, Snapchat onto your locked stories. She wants to see your dick. Oh, um, oh mm, yes. They want to see. He wants to see your dick. I- and uh, <laughs> yeah, and he wants to get on it later. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm shy. Mm. Serenity likes shy boys. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we were actually um, like, like she, she was, she was like flirting with me a little bit on stage when uh, during the the pride performance. Yes, I was there. Yeah, that was. I was like, oh, all uh, right, yeah. all right, like fuck, making me a bit hot under the collar, mm. you know. She does that to people. Yeah, no, mm. she definitely does. Mm. But yeah, I'll. Yes, I will just you get her to do me. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm the best wingman. People don't realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll definitely keep that in mind for next. And time. I have three t- different techniques for being a wingman. Yeah, what's what? What are they? One, just being straight up with like someone. It's like, oh yeah, this this person over here likes you. And they they want to they want to buy you a drink. Like, go talk to them. Then like, I don't even ask them. It's like you should go talk to them. I say, go talk to them, and then they do. That generally works. And that's generally one way of doing it. That works for lesbians and girls who are interested in guys when I'm wingmanning girls. Mm. Mainly when I meet wingmanning girls. When I'm wingmanning guys, it's different. Mm. So, what I have to do there is basically make the girl that they like hate me so that they can cling to the guy of the other guy. And that's why all of my good friends, wives and girlfriends hate me. (laughs) Oh, okay. And I like it that way. And it's like, that's why their relationships are so strong because, yeah. And that's why all my friends should be internally indebted to me because it's like, guys, I'm I'm taking a bullet for you boys and you guys don't even realize it. Okay. And yeah. It's definitely an interesting- um, Technique. Yeah. Yeah. Girls are easier to wingman than guys. Actually, that's it's one because women are gorgeous, and yeah, you're not wrong. 
I have this I've, one joke I've never, about. I have never once seen an um, an unattractive woman, except for Margaret Thatcher, and probably also Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, and Meryl Streep for and, me. Oh, are you serious? Mer- Meryl Streep is sexy as fuck. It's not that I find her physically unattractive. I find her personality and personally, a, she's an irreprehensible person. What do you mean? What does that even mean? She condoned. She she stood by Roman Polanski after what he did. Oh. Yeah. So well, that's not good. That's that makes me a little bit sad, actually. Mm, yeah. I thought that Meryl Streep was camp. No. The fuck. No. And reality is, she's an overrated actress too. Think about it. Think about it. I just, I really like the Devil Wears Prada. Think about every role that she's done well in. Every good role of hers. What does she play? A stern old white lady. Yeah. <laughs> Like, darling, you can't just be yourself and call it acting, okay? Frosty bitch. Mm. Anyway, we go into one of my favourite parts of the thing. Oh, yeah? I'll tell that story next time on the potty. Um, we go into my favourite part where I get my guests to help me with the name. Generally, we it's a play on the words of either your name or something we've discussed in the episode. Okay. Uh, Um, I don't even know what we have discussed. Uh, Performing, uh, drugs, um, exes, (laughs) Meryl Streep briefly, um, our mutual admiration for Matthew Pope, a lot of Lamore's amazing ass, Sugar DeJour's amazing character, Gigi Love's amazing performances, Gigi Love's... Did you just say Gigi? Yeah, yeah, I did. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, Gigi loves amazing performances. Serenity Von Varda's private Snapchat. Oh my god! Um, that would be a good name of uh, the episode. Serenity Von Varda's private <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> no, what do you think we should call it? Uh, I don't know. Um... I'll give you some inspiration. So you know Sassy Cassie? Yes. You know Blake Cassette? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sassy Cassette. Yeah, I actually um, listened to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was uh, a loser drinks Coke. Which was when I interviewed Jackson Coke and Lola Palooza, mm-hmm. both amazing uh, performers. There was uh, Martin's dad watches porn. And that was when I interviewed the comedian Martin Darcy. Um, there was Jewish wrestling comedian when I interviewed Cameron Bilton, who's Jewish. He's a wrestler and he's a comedian. Oh wow! Um, we didn't put too much thought into that, but um, that was a big brain day. Um, what else? Serenity Von Varda. And I interviewed Serenity Von Varda and Skyscraper. We named that episode Stepping on People in Berlin uh, after what Skyscraper got up to in Berlin. Mm. Um, oh, God, I could go on with the names. We've had so many. Some, we've had some really amazing one. Donna with the Lot for Donna Kebab's interview. That was amazing. Um, interviewed Flynn V. And that was... Uh, uh, up the V, all T. Um, and then I interviewed, um, oh, goodness gracious me. I interviewed this, this one recently. And that was, um, oh, that was, uh, uh, what was it? 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 Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. What was the name of the episode? I interviewed, I interviewed, um, Maven. Mm. So, and uh, we named that episode um, 
Maven spits and swallows because they're a fire eater. So that's fun for me. Um, and what else? What else? I've had some amazing ones. I had wrestling with the spectrum with Ritalin Queen and Casey Johnson wrestling. Mm-hmm. He's a wrestler. And then just recently, most recent episode, last shout out was Jason Green in the Hoss of Green. Was that not Oh, uh, we could do something like like playing on um, my Instagram name is like Yugo Femcoco. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen um, Mean Girls? Yes. You know how it's like fall for you, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. You that's, go, Coco. That's 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 where it comes. You from. come, Coco. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you yeah. come, Coco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> you come on, Coco. <laughs> mm. That's a funny bit. You down? Yeah, sure. You come on Coco. You come on Coco. You're going to come on me? Jesus. Well, I mean, the performer you shared the stage with, that cherry bomb definitely came oh, on yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Do you want girls to come on you? On your on your face! Yes, I do. Yes, 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 I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. God damn it. Friendship based on mutual jealousy. <laughs> and with that, that is the end of the episode. Femme Coco. I'm not going to name it. You come on Coco. <laughs> <laughs>